0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome
1: to tonight's class online. Uh, Internal connection. Tonight we will be um, working with the fight response in the body. If you watched the other, um, the first online class that was on Monday night, I talked a little bit about some of the natural responses of our nervous system, the fight or flight freeze responses that we um, have naturally occurring within our nervous systems that serve to um, keep us alive, that help us to interact with the world and move us through space. So none of these things uh, none of these things are bad. They are just um, they're just there to keep us alive, to keep us uh, to keep us functioning. So tonight we're going to work with the with the patterns of the backline muscles that get tight when we're held in that, in that fight response all the time. So tension behind the shoulder blades, uh, tension in the, in the backline, the extensor muscles that run alongside the spine, um, the low back, and get into some, of the, into some glute release um, and see how far we can get along in the next hour. Welcome to all of um, everyone who's popping on. I see some of my Thunder Bay, Uh, students popping on. Uh, It's lovely to see you guys. I hope everyone is well and that you are uh, finding lots of things to do as you are at home with your families. Tonight's class is also going to be themed around um, satya. It's the second yama, which is truth, and our ability to be truthful with ourselves, to show up and be authentic with other people, um, to live from a place where we Are continually growing into our our true self and knowing that this is gonna change. Everything is always changing, clearly. Um, So what we were like when we were kids isn't necessarily what we're gonna be like when we're adults and hopefully we're always changing and growing. I don't wanna ever be the same. Um, And to live from this place where um, we know everything is going to change and that there's nothing um, that we need to defend or manage or we can just show up moment to moment Um, and this has kind of been my mantra for the last few days is just show up and be with the moment as it is not how I want it to be and that is like that's a moment to moment challenge to to be with things the way they are because when we show up and we try and interact with things the way we want them to be that's where the unhappiness comes in Um, can we just be with the moment as it is So, for the practice tonight, if you can find a quiet place to lay down on the floor or on your bed, um, on your back, if you do have low back pain, you can put a rolled up blanket or towel or pillow behind behind your knees. And do whatever you need to just get comfortable. You can close your eyes if that's accessible to you. Um, And if you were with us on Monday night, uh, were you able to just let yourself be for the last couple of days? Did you practice telling yourself, I'm enough, this moment is enough? Um, How much compassion or kindness, um, pleasure or patience were you able to extend to yourself over the last couple of days?
0: So getting comfortable on your back. And just starting to invite your breath into your belly. Just start to notice
1: how your body feels on the surface beneath you, wherever that might be. The places that feel like they are resting most heavily
0: or most deeply connected to the surface beneath you the weight of your head, the amount of space that that area of connection is taking up between the back of the head and the floor.
1: Notice that little bit of space behind the back of the neck or the arch of the neck rises off of the surface beneath you. And following that line down the back line notice where the shoulders the shoulder blades start to make contact again with the floor
0: maybe notice left
1: to right shoulder blade maybe one feels heavier more connected to the surface beneath you than the other and noticing how The length of the spine feels that place in the low back. There might be a little
0: bit more space where the low back arches away from the floor. Any place where the back of the pelvis or the sacrum is most heavily, most most grounded into the surface beneath you. Noticing if there's any differences left to right side. And allow that noticing to
1: extend down into the arms and the legs. Sense and feel where the backs of the arms and the legs are making contact with the floor and the places where they aren't.
0: and even how they're held in space, left to right side. Are the toes pointed in the same direction? Or does one leg get held more externally rotated than the other? Same with the arms.
1: And as you lay here noticing the sensation of gravity how the body, the limbs
0: are held in space.
1: Just noticing in this moment where the attention is drawn in your physical body, whether that's a sensation of tension or pain, or maybe a reoccurring thought or memory or a sensation of heat or cold i'm just taking a mental picture of how your body feels in space in this moment as we begin practice
0: noticing the quality of your mind the rate of thoughts And then noticing where your breath is moving your physical body. As you inhale and exhale, what area of the body do you sense the breath in the most? And then can you invite the breath
1: deep into the belly so that as you inhale, the space below the belly button, lower belly, rises and falls with the inhale and the exhale.
0: If it helps to sense into this place, you can put your hands on the low belly. And just like we did on Monday, just continuing to connect to that movement of breath.
1: Feeling the expansion on the inhale in the belly, even into the side ribs. And with a full breath. Allowing that expansion to travel up into the upper chest.
0: You might even be able to connect to the expansion of the back into the floor beneath you. Picturing the breath like water filling a container. Each breath being drawn all the way down
1: to the bottom of the belly. Expanding around the sides of the body, the belly, the back. Filling the
0: torso up into the chest with breath. Allowing yourself to let go of everything from your external day. Inviting yourself just to show up here with curiosity of what you notice throughout the practice. There's no wrong, no right. No
1: certain way you need to move the body. Only the encouragement to notice and can you be in your body and what feels like enough or what feels like true for your range of
0: motion tonight. And so the
1: nature of this truthfulness is the ability to live from a place where we are authentic. This time that we give ourselves to connect is that silence that we can listen to that inner voice. What is your calling here? What is your work to do?
0: Are you living the way your heart is urging you to do? Especially now.
1: Um, listening to that inner voice that tells you when something doesn't feel right, and something you're not doing what you know you want to be doing or maybe the need to belong or to have other other people's approval, that idea of being nice instead of being real. And so all of these ideas are coming from Devadel's book, uh, Yamas and Niyamas, which is a beautiful uh, explica- or explanation and understanding of um, some of the principles of yoga. Truth is always asking us
2: um,
0: to listen to that inner voice
1: whether it's to change, to grow, to move on, to speak what is true for us in the moment. Um, and sometimes that can be really difficult. Um, and like Davidelle says, truth rarely seems to ask the easier choice of us. And so uh, all these principles we'll bring into our practice in our bodies tonight, but they also transcend into our daily life. So what we're asking ourselves in our bodies tonight we can translate into our daily lives with both our relationship with ourselves
0: and with others.
1: So now before we start any kind of movement, just noticing after that short connection with the breath,
0: the quality of the mind. The rate of breath. Taking another mental snapshot of the body in stillness in this moment. And then I will invite you to bend your knees and place your feet flat on the floor to the surface beneath you. Whatever comfortable
1: distance apart so that you feel stable and steady in the back of the pelvis, the hips, You can stay connected to that with your hands on the belly. Could encourage you to find your hip bones. The heads of the hip bones are going to be pointed towards the ceiling. And as you start to take your next few inhales, as you inhale, start to send the tailbone, that point at the end of your spine, into the floor beneath you. So that as you come into the slowest of inhales, the tailbone starts to press into the floor, the low back arch starts to rise gently off of the floor. And It's not so important how big that arch is, but how slowly with the exhale can you release that arch and come back to your starting position or neutral.
0: And just continue to follow
1: the breath coming into the arch of the low back, so belly rises, low back, comes off of the floor. Exhaling,
0: releasing that backline contraction, coming back to neutral.
1: Thinking about each one of those vertebrae as a separate pearl on a string. And can you go slow enough and small enough that you can start to sense into each individual vertebrae coming in and out of that
0: arch. Inhaling, arching, exhaling, softening, releasing.
1: And with each repetition, each inhale, you can invite more of the back line into that arch. So you're inviting more contraction to travel up the spine, heading towards the shoulder blades. So coming into that fight response pattern. So With each inhale, the arch can travel up the spine, shoulders, shoulder blades can draw back towards the spine. Gentle, pain-free contraction, staying within your own comfortable range of motion. And with the exhale, softening
0: from the shoulders down, back to the tailbone. Just letting that natural wave of breath be the guide in and out of the movement.
1: When you are complete with whatever repetition you are on, allowing yourself to come back to center, to stillness. Taking a pause and reconnecting to that belly
0: breath. And again,
1: if it helps you, you can find these two points where the sternum, where the ribs come up and separate here. This is the sternum and the pubic crest, the connecting points, the anchoring points of the abdominal muscles. So, from neutral or from your re- spine at rest, taking an inhale here. And as you exhale, start to draw those two points together or tuck the tailbone up towards the ceiling can start to feel the abdominal muscles engage as you're drawing the tailbone towards the ceiling you can even think about it as a bungee cord or two ends of a magnet being drawn towards each other shortening gentle contraction of those abdominal muscles
0: with the exhale and as you inhale let that contraction soften and release back to neutral and as you're releasing out of any of these contractions again how
1: slow how curious can you keep the brain about connecting to that slow release particularly with fear, we hold a lot of that in our abdominal muscles. So you might notice some shaky spots or some kind of like muscle stutters as those abdominals release. That's good. Those are areas where we're holding a lot of tension where the brain has you know really lost conscious control of that area of the muscle. So over time, through you know 10 to fifteen repetitions a day, we start to undo, those tension holding patterns. And when we undo the tension holding patterns in the muscles, we also release emotions that are held, that are connected to those patterns. So again, after you finish this repetition that you're on, allowing your body to start to head towards stillness, to neutral, taking pause and reconnecting to that belly breath.
0: And from here, neutral.
1: Letting the breath ride the body in between those two contractions. So taking your next inhale, coming into arch, allowing that arch to travel all the way up into the shoulders, shoulder blades draw back.
0: Exhaling, softening through shoulders, back down to the tail taking pause, inhaling deep into the belly.
1: And as you exhale, starting to flatten the low back, draw the tailbone up towards the ceiling, engaging all of the abdominals, even letting the heads of the shoulders rise towards the ceiling, feeling the contraction in the upper chest. As you inhale, allowing shoulders to release, abdominals to relax. And for two or three passes in each direction, just let the breath be your guide to your own movement in and out of arch
0: and flatten. Always taking pause in neutral to reconnect with the breath before heading in the opposite direction.
1: an easy way to start undoing some of the daily stresses of the nervous system, those fight or flight patterns. Fight being backline tension, and shoulders, low back, glutes.
0: Frontline tension in the upper chest, abdominals Frontline. Stress tends to be
1: fear-based. Backline stress, action response, but also a lot of anger um, and some fear too. Anger just happens to be um, fear's self-defense mechanism. So we have all these emotions being held in the body. When you feel complete with those two opposite movements, start to head back towards neutral. Just taking pause there, you can extend the legs out long, just fully let the body come to release, come to a relaxed
0: position. Again, just reconnecting to that belly breath. Allowing yourself to scan through your body with the mind, head to heels. Just noticing whether anything has shifted as far as where the mind is drawn in the physical body.
1: And then bringing the knees back, bending the knees again, bringing the feet flat on the floor. And bringing your mental awareness up into
0: your right shoulder.
1: I'm going to start to, so with the arms laying out, maybe 45 degrees from the body or whatever's comfortable, palms towards the ceiling, starting to allow the head of your right shoulder to start to float up towards the ceiling. So again, just gentle contraction of those upper chest muscles. it allow just the head of the shoulder to float towards the ceiling. The arm is still staying connected to the floor. And see how slowly you can release this upper chest tension and allow that shoulder to come back to rest on
0: the floor. If you carry a
1: lot of tension in the shoulders, it could feel like an elevator skipping floors from the top floor coming back down to ground level. These shaky spots where that elevator skips floors are what we call in Soma Yoga world, um, sensory motor amnesia. So it's a disconnect again from from the brain's conscious control of those muscles. So we wanna start reconnecting that loop from brain to muscle. So each time drawing the shoulder up towards the ceiling, slow and controlled release back to
0: the floor. Really inviting yourself to slow down to any of those sticky or jumpy spots. (coughs) Excuse me. And then letting that
1: right shoulder come to rest. Again, taking pause and connecting to that belly breath.
0: Then we're going to switch sides. But before you even move, if you can, with eyes closed, notice the right shoulder versus the left shoulder and how they're held in space how the arms extend from those
1: shoulders. Do they have the same degree of external rotation? Does one shoulder feel more grounded than the other? And then we'll start that same exploration with the left shoulder.
0: So again, head of the left shoulder starts to rise towards the ceiling. Arm stays at rest on the floor, engaging that upper chest muscle. Again, how slowly can you release that left shoulder back to the floor? Noticing where any of those jumpy spots show up anywhere throughout the release.
1: And is this left side easier or more challenging to connect to a slow and controlled release? Generally speaking, we tend to carry more tension in the side that we are in our handedness. So if you are right-handed, typically there tends to be more tension behind that right shoulder blade. So just being curious about what is showing up for you in your body tonight. Which side felt more uh, easier to
0: connect to? And then allowing that left side to come to stillness. Taking a breath. Now this time we're gonna extend
1: both hands up towards the ceiling. So the fingertips are reaching towards the ceiling. And we're gonna send both arms together, both fingertips reaching towards the ceiling, straight up above you, straight towards the ceiling. So feeling those shoulder blades Sliding away from the spine as you're engaging both sets of upper chest muscles at the same time. And just like singling, slowly allowing both shoulder blades to return back, the backs of both shoulders. Move towards rest
0: on the floor. And just noticing with each repetition,
1: Can that movement happen at the same time? Does one shoulder blade want to do something a little different than the
0: other? Can you release out of that contraction even 10% slower? Particularly
1: through the last couple quarter inches or centimeters of that release and then allowing yourself to release the arms
0: back to the floor
2: just taking pause there for a moment
0: Feeling that full
1: container of the body from collarbones to tailbones with a full breath. Feeling the expansion of the belly, the ribs, the chest. And we're going to transition over onto our bellies. So, rolling over, and you can um, support your head on your hands so that the right hand is over the left hand. You're looking facing towards
0: your right elbow.
1: And before we even start any movement, just noticing the sensation of breath in this new position.
0: As you take that full belly breath,
1: In this different orientation in space, it might be more easy to connect to the expansion of the back line of the body now
0: that the belly is in contact with the floor.
1: And as you take those next few deep inhales on your belly, connecting to the movement of breath, the expansion of the back,
0: the ribs, and maybe a little less in the belly now.
1: And for the first movement, we're going to imagine that the hands are glued to the floor and our cheek is glued to the back of our right hand. You can send the left hand alongside the body if you wish, or you can keep it here, whatever feels more comfortable. And thinking about that right shoulder blade, so head and hands are glued to the floor, the arm is heavily at rest on the floor you start to think about engaging those muscles behind just the right shoulder blade that allow it to retract or draw back closer to the spine it's a really small movement and if you're used to holding a lot of tension in the back we have a lot of compensation patterns that come on so there might be a whole bunch of muscles that are turning on, and it might be more difficult to connect to just one group, and that's fine. You start to build more awareness with more practice. So if it is difficult to connect to just those rhomboids behind the shoulder blade, you can actually start to lift that right elbow an inch or two off of the floor. Be a little bit easier to connect into those muscles behind the shoulder blades.
0: And whatever degree of lift you come into, or retraction of the shoulder blades, how slowly can you release out of that?
1: Allow yourself a couple of passes, drawing the right shoulder blade back towards the spine, allowing that lift to extend into the elbow so that the elbow is rising a couple inches off of the floor. And fully releasing, taking pause before heading into your next repetition. And from there, you can if it is accessible to you, you can either stay in that smaller pattern of just the shoulder blade and elbow. Or you can start to let the head come off of the floor in addition to those two other pieces of movement. So starting with the retraction of the shoulder blades, the rising of the elbow, and supporting the weight of the head with the back of the hand, and letting that front quarter of the body start to peel off of the floor.
0: Like you were looking
1: over your right shoulder. Starting to feel those backline muscles engage a little bit to start to lift that upper body off of the floor. Again, not important how high you can lift, but how slow and controlled you can release any of that contraction back
0: as the body comes to rest on the floor. Just Really meeting yourself where you're at tonight.
1: None of this should cause pain. It's really kind of playing in your own range of motion for what feels good in the body tonight. Connecting to that little bit of contraction as the back line extends. And slow and sweet release back to neutral.
0: And then taking pause, letting the body come to rest.
1: Connecting to that belly breath. If you need to turn the head or adjust the neck, feel free to do so. We're gonna keep the upper body still now and work with the lower body. So with the head at rest Thinking about your right, sorry, your left glute muscle or your left bum cheek. And so with the legs extended, seeing if you can contract into just that left glute. Can you give it a gentle squeeze, a gentle contraction? And then easy does it release. This is one of the largest muscle groups in the body. So particularly if you're strong in that green light and that fight response, that action response, those glutes are holding a lot of tension and they're really strong muscle. So there might be a lot of shakiness throughout the release or even difficulty in connecting to just that one side. Maybe both sides want to fire at the same time. It's totally fine just bringing more awareness to where we are carrying the most tension in our body. So coming into that gentle squeeze and release
0: three or four times to your own speed. The legs are still at rest, upper body is still just gentle squeeze of the left bum cheek. Slow and easy release.
1: And then we're gonna allow that contraction of the left glute to travel down into the leg. So engaging those upper leg muscles enough so that the left leg starts to float off of the floor it doesn't have to go super high maybe an inch or so just enough to start to feel the muscles that turn on to allow
0: the leg to float off of the floor
1: And easy does it release the leg release the glute And can you keep that right side still? Just allowing the left side to engage and lift and then relax and soften.
0: And letting that happen again three or four times to your own speed. Just the left glute and leg. trying to slow down through any of those shaky spots
2: and wherever you're at
0: starting to head towards stillness of that leg as well letting it come to rest on the floor belly breath we're going to
1: combine those two patterns of movement so if the head isn't already getting back into that position where your face is headed towards or looking at your right elbow and so that as you start to inhale that right shoulder draws back towards the spine elbow lifts at the same time As the left glute engages left leg lifts off the floor so we're coming into this diagonal back lift pattern between the right shoulder and the left glute and leg again how slowly can you release out of that full diagonal backline contraction pattern. Noticing if anything else is coming online. Can you keep that left shoulder, right leg out of the movement? Connecting into that full pattern two or three times. And then easy does it, letting the body come to rest. Releasing out of that back lift, Readjusting the head and neck, arms. Just letting the body find a little bit of a a still pause so that you can contrast and compare those two alternate diagonals from right shoulder the left leg, the side we just worked on, versus the opposite
0: left shoulder, right leg.
1: And then getting set up in the other direction. So left hand is going to come on top of the right hand. I'm gonna to look towards your left elbow this time. You can send the right arm alongside of the body or keep it up whatever feels more comfortable. Starting the same exploration on this other side. So keeping the head and hands glued to the floor for the first part of the, of the practice. Drawing back the left shoulder blade closer to the spine. Arm stays heavy. Easy does it. Softening and releasing that contraction behind the left shoulder blade. And as you get into more and more repetitions, you can invite more muscles into the pattern. So you can start to let the elbow come along for the ride. So in addition to the left shoulder blade drawing back towards the spine, the elbow starts to rise
0: off of the floor. Exhaling,
1: releasing. Even noticing whether this side feels easier or more challenging to control out of the release than the first side did. And you can stay with this movement, or if it feels available to you tonight, you can come into the more load, more lift and start to let the head come into the movement. Supporting the head with the hands. Hopefully you don't have too much background noise on your end. Some kinds of things going on in the neighborhood tonight. So letting that upper left part of the body start to peel off of the floor. And even noticing as you come into the lift on that left upper side, at what point does that right glute start firing? And can you stay as slow and small as needed to keep the movement just in the upper body? And then allow that upper body to come to stillness. Releasing the shoulder, the shoulder blade, and letting the upper body come to stillness. Taking a belly breath, and coming down into the right glute now, or the right bum cheek. And again, can you just bring a gentle contraction and release to just the right glute?
0: Noticing whether it
1: feels easier or more difficult to find that smooth release. This is the first time you're doing this exploration. Both sides will probably feel very shaky. Again, this is a big area of disconnect in our bodies. So over the course of time, with many repetitions, we can start to rewire those loops. And even though we're doing the smallest, slowest movement, It requires a tremendous amount of focus
0: to go this slow and small.
1: Then adding load into this contraction, we can start, in addition to that glute contraction, start to float the right leg off of the floor. Again, whatever height is available to you tonight. More importantly, how slowly can you release the leg back to the floor? And when you're ready, combining the full pattern of that diagonal backlift. Next time you inhale, drawing the left shoulder blade back, elbow rises at the same time as the right leg rises off of the floor.
0: Full diagonal contraction and release. Two or three times at your own speed into that full pattern. And then starting to let yourself
1: make your way back to neutral, just taking a pause at rest on your belly whatever head and and hand position feels most comfortable. Breathing into the belly, just noticing both shoulders, both glutes, both legs. And if it feels good to you, you can press back into Child's Pose, which is just coming back onto bent knees, bringing a little bit of length to the low back, doing whatever you need to transition back onto your back. We're going to finish with a little bit of guided relaxation tonight. Just take your time. Whatever position is most comfortable for you, maybe it's on your side or on your back or even staying on your belly. Whatever position you need that feels good to find stillness for the next 10 minutes. Just noticing, noticing the quality of your mind the speed or rate of your breath.
0: Any sensations or changes in your physical body since the beginning of practice?
1: And as you take a few full breaths, you're noticing if the sensation of spaciousness or room
0: to breathe has changed. particularly with the shoulders, the ribs, the back.
1: Connecting to one or two really full breaths.
0: Just allowing your breath, your awareness to be at the belly.
1: Just noticing that expansion of the belly under your fingers. The hands are on the belly.
0: The expansion as the breath enters the body.
1: And the contraction as the breath leaves the body and the belly
0: falls. And just let the breath breathe the body. Just watching, noticing the movement. There's no need to control the breath.
1: Just simply let the breath breathe the body. Picturing the nourishment, revitalizing as breath, as oxygen enters the body. each inhale, the cleansing and
0: releasing as the breath leaves the body. Letting the face soften,
1: the jaw soften. Thinking about the eyes resting gently in their sockets.
0: Picturing the forehead being smooth as silk. The softness in the jaws traveling down through the neck. Feeling that gentle pull of gravity in the backs of the shoulders. Even the heart
1: rests a little more gently in the chest. Feeling the expansion in the upper chest with each breath. Connecting with the movement of of the diaphragm. Each belly breath massaging the internal
0: organs. Allowing that softening to travel down through the belly, the hips and the pelvis. Allowing a melting sensation to
1: travel down through the legs. A heaviness, a warmth in the muscles.
0: Surrendering to that pull of gravity. Like the entire body
1: was being held by the earth. Allow yourself to be in the ease of your entire body at rest. Simply noticing this experience.
0: Let the breath wash over you. Every inhale brings more vitality, more nourishment, more
1: strength to the immune system. And every exhale releases tension, toxins. And negativity. Just taking a moment in appreciation, in gratitude for the body that carries you, for this time that you've taken for yourself to connect inward, to create space. For this brief moment, picture something that sets your heart on fire. Something that you love doing. It's an activity that you can do for hours or you lose track of time.
0: Maybe it's someone you like spending time with.
1: Maybe it's your passion. Just picture what, what your surroundings would be. The environment that exists when you're in that perfect zone, that perfect moment, whatever it is that is your
0: place of joy.
1: Just notice how you feel, how you light up and how authentic you feel in this space. Just connecting with that feeling of freedom Peace. You're really in that place that you want to be.
0: Notice your mind, your breath, your body.
1: Make a memory of this experience of how you feel when you're connected to that place. Invite yourself to be here more and more often to create this space, this
0: time. For the next few days, till we meet again on Monday,
1: pay attention to how you respond to others. I know we have limited interactions person to person right now. And even in um, texting or messaging or FaceTiming, um, just notice how you respond to others in those interactions. Are you being real, like coming from a place of your truth, what you feel is right or true or honest? Or are you just being nice so that you don't rock the boat? Can you do little experiments um, coming from a place where you are really being your authentic self? Um, noting that we always want to temper truth with this idea from Monday of um, non-harming. So I used to have a habit of um, speaking the truth because it was the truth, and you know everybody should be great with the truth because it's the truth, but we need to temper this idea of truth and authenticity with kindness, with nonviolence, with non harming, so that, um, that our truth isn't hurting others as well. So it's a balance act. Those two of non harming and truth really go hand in hand. Um, so this week, um, the experiment is to come from a place where you're true to yourself where you can be honest, where you don't have to apologize. Um, but So you're also not running from the difficult tasks. Can you be present with each moment as is, with with clarity of your authenticity, Um, and also courage to be in that moment, even if it's not how we want it to be? Can you notice yourself having that experience, even when it's not what you want it to be? It's a curious experiment. And in that time, let your own music play. Let your own truth speak out, Um, but always temper it with that idea of not harming. So wherever you're at, you can stay laying down or if you want to transition to seated, you're welcome to. Just letting yourself be Slow and gentle, wherever you choose to finish practice with tonight, just picture a light at your heart center. Know that this light is the energy, the vibration, the the pulse of the same energy that is within each of us. We are all connected. What we do to ourselves affects the energy, affects um, our connection with everyone else. So the only way to really create change in the world is to do the work on ourselves, is to connect to that internal landscape that only we have access to. And whatever we're di- doing, giving, cultivating in ourselves is what we have in turn to offer the world. So acknowledging that, that light is in you and with each connection, with each interaction with any person that you have in the next coming days, see if you can um, show up to that interaction, to that connection, acknowledging that that light is in them too, even if maybe it's not shining so bright because of circumstances or challenging um, events of the day or tensions of being in the same household uh, for days on end with the same people, Um, knowing that we are all in this together, we're all having this experience, um, and can we be in it together, acknowledging the light that Exists within each of us. So that being said, the light in me honors the light in you. And I wish everyone the best in the next couple days as we journey through this experiment in uh, in this global world event. Sending love and light and peace to everyone. Have a great night.